0: Hi, I'm Alice.
1: Hi, I'm Justin.
0: And you're listening to the Otterly Allison podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about.
1: Speaking of Dan, <laughs> he messaged this morning. Okay. Remember like a, a couple episodes ago, I told you to Connor messaged about the portal and the error right. message or whatever. And I spent forever troubleshooting it. So like 830 this morning, Dan messages. He's like, do we have a showcase instance that has virtual agent and chat and service operations workspace? i yeah. Like, yeah, sure we do. Um, so I give him the name of it and I go, I was like, do you have a narrative or do you need one? He's like, no, I don't know I don't how demo work." works. So I'm like, okay, well, let me, and so I find out basically it's not working. Right. Um, Just like the whole other other portal. So two and a half hours later, (laughs) I finally get it working. I'm just like, oh my God. And guess what it was? Was it a semicolon? Nope. It wasn't a semicolon. It's so stupid. Like it was so fresh. In our demo environments, there is a bunch of queues. Yes. Like because you got HR, you got IT, you've got fill in the blank legal, whatever. So if if the chat on the portal has multiple matching queues it just goes there's no agents so it's like you need to get the the, ch- the one you're trying to get to to be the queue to go into it has to be the first one basically yeah. to make a match and um, so I basically had to change the order Yay! of agent chat queue to 10 in order to get to the top and I was like are you kidding me this is the fix two and a half hours <laughs> later
0: yeah that's so it's been funny because as we're rebuilding this offering i'm having to like get back into the group
1: <laughs>
0: and i'm just like i'm so rusty at this but it'll be good
1: is this your first exposure to service operations workspace
0: no so we did it on the project i was on last year like right when it came out and it's already better than it was because yeah. it had yeah
1: 1.0 was, it was, it was yes. limited on uh, feature parity, I guess you'd say. It didn't match everything the old agent workspace did. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I feel like it's easier but harder to configure, if that makes sense.
1: It makes total sense. This like, is the UI builder problem, yes. Yeah,
0: like it's easier, but it's harder. <laughs> so I just, like, I'm going through, because we're trying to figure out, for this offering, how do we make sure we're giving... MVP plus one, you know, like how do we give a little bit more, but still no no technical debt? And so we were like, "Oh, agent assist only works on these two tables out of box. Let's make it work on all of them. That's our, <laughs> you know." <laughs> so yeah, you try yeah. to find ways that are helpful, but not introducing technical debt, but also yeah,
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: I thought it did.
1: But. It makes sense to me. Um, I just have so happens, this is a plug for my channel. My video today is about the interaction record Ooh. in service operations workspace. Are you familiar with the interaction record? I am. Yes. Do you like the interaction record? So a fan?
0: as a former service desk employee, I love the interactions. And I think every customer should start at interactions Because you don't know what they're calling about. And so if you don't know what they're calling about, you're going to have all this garbage in your instance. And instead you have your purgatory record of me figuring out what it is. And I actually add categories because...
1: On the the interaction record?
0: Interaction because I put in like hangups, status call. So I can actually see because, because I came from a very highly SLA regulated service desk. I worked for an airline service desk. We had to have, at a minimum, the number of phone calls, the number of records. There had to be an exact match. And so even if someone called and hung up, we had to create a record for it.
1: Hmm. Okay. didn't
0: matter. And they were really like, realistically, there should be more records than phone calls because you've got emails, you've got walk-ups, you've got all these things. And so... You just got me on a soapbox. I love it.
1: I know. I love it. I know.
0: (laughs) I I love them.
1: Okay. Um, And this is not to put you on the spot, but I think it would be good for our listeners or viewers. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between, and I can help out too, an interaction record and a universal request? Well,
0: from my limited exposure slash research, universal is I don't know which department it's going to versus interaction being I've interacted with the service desk in some way. (laughs)
1: Yes. That's my understanding too. My other understanding of universal request is like when it's, when it's coming and it's going to go to multiple places, you can, you can go to like HR and IT. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause I actually got asked that on the project that we did service operations workspace. So I had to go read up on it to sound intelligent. And thankfully they asked me an email.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have time to go look. Yeah. Okay. What would you do if they'd asked you in person?
0: And they like, you know, that's a new future. I'm going to have to look and find out. I'll let you know. <laughs> I have no issues telling people I don't know things. Yeah,
1: yeah I think we've, we've not talked, not talked about that,
0: yeah. you know. Not just I don't know in statement.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on to the next topic. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> not helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
0: I love interactions. The only... I guess flaws I've seen, or I guess the things people have brought up to me that were all valid were, and these are flaws with interactions. If I create a request from the interaction, nothing I typed carries over to the request. So then I have to remember it all. And so in, in my life, we have created like scripts that'll put it on a scratch pad and pull it over But we had to use the same variable set because otherwise it wouldn't have worked. So we had a standard variable set that we copied to. And then I had another customer that was like, well, but if it's just one task, I don't want my service desk to then have to go to another page. I wanted to take them directly to the task to do the work. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I was like, I get it. But also it's like one click. Into the
1: request. <laughs> yeah. Can you say that one more time? I was writing because I don't want to lose oh. this. The tasks So are not... So it takes them to the requested item, not the task.
0: So when you submit through ServiceOps Workspace, it just takes you to the same landing page as if you did it from the portal.
1: Yeah, like it's a portal UI yeah. almost.
0: Yeah. And so they wanted it to take them to the operations workspace view of the task. Like... They wanted there to be a redirect directly to the task if there weren't approvals and other things because that was an extra click.
1: Gotcha. (laughs) And
0: so, thank God for Chris. (laughs) And he built it for me. So, yeah.
1: Oh, no, these are great. These are, I'm I'm stealing these as potential content.
0: Um, Like, I I love it. I literally could go on a soapbox about interactions for hours.
1: No, I love this. I've been wanting a topic that got you excited, and this is finally it. Um, (laughs) Weird one. So, so the, the, your first example, I wrote down the interaction record notes. Don't copy to the request. So, if and you said something about a variable set, so you'd have to, you'd have to know for every request where you're going to copy those notes to, right? What part? What variable within that particular request? Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so hard, right? Yep.
0: So that's so so why we created a common variable set of description and then requested for you should already have a common variable set for who you're requesting for. And then we just did one for details as well. And almost all of them have an additional information or description or something. So we just created a common set. And Chris and I worked together at a previous employer and he actually wrote that one for me there. And then at this job, he helped me with the redirect to task one.
1: He was probably like, oh, joy. Thanks, Allison.
0: <laughs> he called me telling me he was ready for a new job. So I didn't look so, him. He called me.
1: <laughs> gotcha. And in, and he's now a uh, delivery manager, right? Yes. 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 Um, I guess we'll have to bleep his name, but we'll call him Chris. Yeah. Um, okay. So you, we have to go back a little bit. You mentioned a common variable set. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, Do you want to elaborate further on what's the difference between a variable set and a common one? Sure.
0: So within catalog items, there are a collection of variables on each form. If you have some that you're going to reuse over and over again, work smarter, not harder, create them and you can just reuse the blocks of variables. And includes like with requested for, I like everything to auto populate user information. And so I'll do requested for contact number just in case they need to change it. You know, because I need to get a hold of them, and then whatever else details. And so the like urgency
1: script, or priority or yeah, something.
0: And the script of auto-populating lives on the variable set, so I don't have to re-script every single time. Uh, okay. So I anything that's like needs to happen all the time. And common variable sets. You can also get me on a soapbox about onboarding order guides. That's another one that I could talk about for hours. When you're doing an order guide, the variable sets have to match or the variables will not cascade down. So if I fill out everything on the front of my order guide, like my name, where to send it, that will not go down to the other pieces of the order guide if they don't match exactly.
1: Like the variable name has to match like Mm -hmm. the first underscore name variable.
0: That's the same set, not even just match. Like you have to use the same.
1: Okay, yeah. I did not know that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I always positioned order guides as your common questions are on the order guide, and specific questions are on the the individual catalog items. But I guess if you truly are pulling in common catalog items, they're going to have the stuff that's on there.
0: And how I did them in my past life is everything that I asked on the first page. I hid on the subsequent pages if it was in an order guide. So I didn't have to see it again. I filled it out on the first page. It was hidden in their view, but then it showed up for the fulfiller.
1: Okay. And that's a UI policy to hide it?
0: Yeah. Okay, And there's a way to know if it's coming from an order guide or not. And so you could just hide based wow. on that.
1: I learned so much in like five minutes. <laughs> this is awesome.
0: I love order guides too. So,
1: And do you know how how Chris implemented the redirect to a skitask?
0: Yes, sort of.
1: Like high level? like
0: It was one of those times where I was like, I don't really care. I just need this build. <laughs>
1: Help me. Yeah, I've been there.
0: And I gave him all the criteria. And then it had to do, I feel like it was widget based because within operations workspace, they're like widgets. And back in our previous life that we worked together, like he was my portal guru my integration guru and my CSM guru back in the day. I think he told me he's rusty on CSM, but everything else, he's pretty good at it, so.
1: <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're components in the workspace build yes. now. They've renamed it from widgets. I, I think they're trying to get away from the negativity yeah. of widgets. Not yes. um, everybody's a fan yeah. of, the, of those. But it was um, cool and
0: I had him save it off. So he has the update set, I'm pretty sure, so.
1: I'd be interested. Yeah, I, I I had a similar problem in my PDI where I made a UI action on yep. a, on the, the classic UI, yeah. and you would do it, and then it would take you back to the list view. Yeah, and so I had to put in the script a little set redirect to current. Yeah, I like think it was. Yeah, and I wonder if it's similar. That's why I was getting it. I wonder yeah. if it's he had to do something similar.
0: He showed me all of it, but like I said, I was in the throes of the project, and it was with a customer that. We, we had fumbled the ball a couple times, and then they had some last-minute requirements. And <laughs> so it was a, a somewhat tense area of the project. <laughs>
1: project yeah. So, you know.
0: But,
1: no, this is, this is fascinating. I, um, this is the most technical we've gotten I on our podcast. Well.
0: Right. Who knew integrations or interactions?
1: Interactions, yeah. Well, so I wanted to ask, and I had forgotten. Now remembered. Um, do you remember? Do you remember caller caller records?
0: I remember new call records.
1: Or new call records. Yeah. That's right. New call.
0: I implemented that too. So back, not my last partner, the one before that. Every ITSM one. I would do a new call workshop, even though it wasn't in scope and be like, you're doing this like, I was very it, pushy because people didn't know it existed and it never got scoped. And the effort was so small. Yeah. Like I had a new call update set that I popped in and yeah.
1: I, I remember you, Rory's doing the thing that Riley does oh, yeah. um, behind you, by the way. Yeah. Um, so that's hilarious. Behavior is passed down to yeah. the puppy. Yeah. Um, I was in the middle of ITSM implementation and the service desk was frustrated with a couple of things. You've already mentioned one of them. It was um, request details or whatever, or not request details. It was, I've got a call and I don't know if it's in a request and they were just getting frustrated. And we found the documentation for the new call record. Okay. This was um, not Jakarta, but it was uh, Kingston okay. when okay. we were implementing. Yeah. And so I made the call as the ITSM manager. I'm like, turn it on, get yeah. this to get this uh, service desk manager off my back. I don't need this right now, (laughs) turn it on. And then when I turned it on, then I got all the complaints about, well, now our notes aren't copying to this record or that record and it would just blew up on me. And I was just like, oh my God, I thought I was getting rid of a problem.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. but no, we ended up doing it. um, And i was trying to remember what all, they wanted it. So I was very frustrated, the last customer I worked for they didn't want to get out of email. And I was like, why? And so I was like, why don't we point email into interactions? So email created interactions. And and he, he was fine with that. And I was like, dude, you know,
1: (laughs) I, yeah, I've had, I've had users, not service desk that were just email was what they want. Oh, purchasing. It was, oh, Oh, my god, it was like, do you not see how waste of a time this is? Like when you go find a status of something you did three weeks ago, I'm like, oh they had little PST archives all hanging off the mailbox oh, no. for each quarter or each year they go into I was like, Oh my god, oh. this is insane.
0: No. Yeah. yeah, whenever I do an interaction or even new call, I would have record producer point to interactions, inbound emails, everything was based on the interaction slash new call. So that was the entry point for all IT.
1: Yeah, I think in hindsight, that would have been a smart move on my part, but we just turned it on. We didn't do the record producer, we didn't do the incoming email. Um, That would have solved a whole bunch of problems. Basically, (laughs) I, I turned one problem into like 10 new problems is what happened. It's fine, it's
0: fine.
1: Oh, experience is such a joy. I know. Um, do you have a hard stop? I know we're at two minutes till. And I have another question for you.
0: Yes, but I can probably be a few minutes late.
1: Okay, we'll just try to squeeze in real fast. We mostly, I was texting over the weekend. I think you were being nice and saying, like, you know, hi or whatever. But please tell what happened to your cucumbers because we've been talking about your cucumbers <laughs> for several episodes.
0: And died. And so we went where did we go? We went to St. Louis for the fourth and we came back and like my plant was dead. And so David's sister was watching the plant. She's like, I watered it like twice a day, every day. And I don't know. I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> so I don't know if it got too hot. I don't know. But like all the leaves were dead. The one cucumber I had, I cut off and trimmed up the leaves and everything. Cause like one of the little branches, whatever, was turning yeah. kind of yellow. And I was like, Justin said it can't turn yellow. <laughs> and David was like, what are you talking about? I was like, my plant is turning yellow, so it must be infected. <laughs> and he was just like, what? So I took the cucumber off, trimmed up the plant, and replanted the seeds. And I already have a sprout. So we're going to try again. Yeah. But my bell peppers, I'm, I still don't have bell peppers, but they're growing. Like, the plant is growing, but, like, still don't have They still
1: have them, be yeah. patient. Yeah, those are like in the middle of summer kind of thing. Yeah.
0: But my um, was dead. my baby, yeah.
1: <laughs> but we got a new one coming, sounds like. Yeah, just to I clarify was. on the yellowish, what what you're doing is you're prevent you're preventing the plant becoming fully mature and it thinking it has reproduced. And then it just uh-huh. goes, I'm done. And it will shrivel up and die. So that's what you're doing by picking them well, all right. I'll
0: send you a picture after this you can tell me if I just need to dig what's in there up. Other than the new sprout. Like if that whole thing is just dead.
1: <laughs> it's probably dead. They're once they start turning, they're they're not gonna usually come back.
0: Okay. Well. I'm gonna get a real raised bed that I sent you the picture. Or the
1: Yeah. Have you ordered it yet?
0: Not yet. We're gonna wait because I have girls' weekend in Myrtle Beach this weekend. Ooh. And then we have our we have a leadership um, summit the next week. No, not the week. the twenty fourth. The week of the thirtieth. So, in that, I can convince them to go to Myrtle Beach. I was like, I really don't want to fly anywhere. Can we go to Marta
1: Beach? So it's a work function, but I'm I, in Europe where your vacation rental. I get to sleep
0: my own bed. I just have to drive. Nice. So.
1: Maybe you could take the team to see the Pelicans. Apparently, Terry has been to the Pelicans game. I have
0: been to the Pelicans. We took Dexter for Paw Patrol night.
1: I remember, yes. Well, it was Wiener Friday, remember?
0: Wiener Wednesday. Wiener Day. Wiener.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, wait, I just edited that one, I think. No, no, no. I, I can't remember. Oh, no, it's the last week's episode was Wiener Wednesday. Yes. The one I just epi- edited was... um. It was just a bunch of random stuff. <laughs> so... Okay, you have to go. All this right. is fun. Thank you for the info on interactions mm-hmm. and call records. Uh, this is awesome. My and uh,
0: passion for <laughs> interactions. Well
1: oh, I love it. I love it. I need to find more of these little nuggets.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm sure.
1: Alright, well, well have fun. Yes, try to think of some, please. By maybe Friday? Wink wink. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Bye. See you next time. Bye.